going to be a short game and i got to get home for lunch. The front dog was as ugly as you. I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. Is that your sister out there in left field? Naked? She's naked? You think she'd go out with me? Probably the last time we hear this music for the rest of the year um, as the hot stove. We got one more really big name out there in Yamamoto that we've got to figure out where he lands. But Shohei Otani was the big fish in a very small pond of big free agent names. And, you know, we, we followed this story after he didn't get traded at the trade deadline. After the season ended, where was Shohei going to go? Because... Um, you could argue this is the most impactful free agent signing in the history of sports. Um, right okay. up there with LeBron, even though it wasn't publicized like LeBron James. <laughs> um, and he, he, he got he got the bag on Saturday afternoon. A 10-year, $700 million contract from the team that everyone thought he was going to to begin with, the L.A. Dodgers. I got to ask you, though, first. Because Wes texted me less than five minutes after the tweet. Yeah. Were you with Wes, and did did, did he give a patented seeing the Otani bag come through? Sounds like you're passing a kidney stone. Uh, oh, don't put that on me. Um, Wes called me. Oh. Called me. This is what – I'm so glad you brought this up, and it's hilarious that he actually reached out to you too because he could not stop talking about it all night. Where he would bring it up, we'd move on to a different conversation. But 20 minutes later, he would look up at a TV. It might be on the crawl. Man, I can't believe Shohei made 700 mil. 700 Mark. milli. That's what, <laughs> that's what Wes kept saying. He called me. He was on the sideline. Of all of the pageantry that is the you know the startup to the Army Navy game, we've got the cannon shooting off to the left, and he calls me. Did you see Shohei got 700 million? And I'm just up in the press box. Yeah, I saw it. It's absolutely ridiculous. He was very excited about that. I saw Nada, our good friend, also on the uh, podcast Four, yeah. Four Corners podcast. Yes, finally making his appearance with you, Fiddy. I saw him say 700 million. It was either going to be the it was going to be the Dodgers, and that was basically going yeah. to be it. But that's what we talked about. Seven hundred mil was that figure. My guy Myron Goodman, he tweeted at me after having some fun back and forth with him about how much Shohei was really going to get. Seven hundred was the mark I went with, and sure enough, he makes history with that contract. Yeah, it's the largest contract in baseball history, surpassing his teammates' twelve-year, four hundred twenty-six and a half million dollar contract that Mike Tri uh, Mike Mike Trout signed with the Angels. He becomes the third reigning MVP in MLB history to change teams during free agency. The other two guys, Barry Bonds and Alex Rodriguez. So, you know, in the same breath as some of the best to ever play the game, I think his money is over $200 million more than what LeBron James' career earnings are so far off of this one contract. Um, it's the biggest contract in North American sports. And I'm going to sit here and tell you I think he's underpaid. I could argue this man Love could it. have gotten a billion-dollar contract because the return of investment that he's going to bring to the city of Los Angeles and to that Dodgers organization is going to be immeasurable. And um, I'm not a Dodger fan. My dad's a Dodger fan, by the way, complained about the move, said it's the dumbest free agent signing in the history of the Dodgers, <laughs> and it's going to backfire in their face. No, Papa Fitty. Um, this is – Right, right with with Juan Soto. We talked about him going to the Yankees. This is this is great, like Tony the Tiger, great for baseball because this is the best player we've maybe have ever seen grace a diamond.
I'm not going to argue that it's not very good for baseball. The problem is I wonder if the impact is overblown just because it's not like we haven't seen stars go to these big-time markets before. We had Aaron Judge mania with the Yankees. We've had Mookie Betts, who is as good a five-tool player in all of Major League Baseball. He goes to the Dodgers. Freddie Freeman and NL MVP go to the Dodgers as well. And this is the guy, right? If it doesn't happen with Shohei, where they're not marketing him as much and he is not able to bring as much popularity to the sport of baseball, then who's it going to happen with? Yeah, now, I mean, apparently these guys are still well off. I mean, we're talking about a $700 million contract handed out because they can't afford it, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not like, oh, we'll try to figure out some way to spend the money or try to find the money here for Shohei's contract. They can afford it by owning the L.A. Dodgers. But I just hope that they're still uh, that this is actually true, that it does provide a big impact for the sport. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, there's now I wish the mothership ESPN was still very heavily involved with baseball because they would market the heck out of him. Fox is going to do a fantastic job. When Fox Saturday baseball comes on at 4 and 8 o'clock every Saturday, the Dodgers are going to be playing on Fox. But he, baseball needs him in a market. They need him on a winner. And they need him playing in October so he can write his own legacy that he was never going to write with the Angels. And look, I would come around to the idea of him playing in Toronto. Would have been a lot of fun. Toronto's young. They're fun. Maybe he puts them over the top. But he impacts the revenue. Because the ratings in Toronto don't impact the ratings in, in, in North America. And so the money is not going to be the same. That return of investment is not going to be the same. And so, you, you know, I, I look at this when I take my Met, my Met glasses off and I look at this from a pure baseball perspective. This is what baseball needed. And deep down, this is what baseball wanted. They would have never publicly said, we don't want him to be a Dodger because you know, then you're, you're literally tampering with your own organizations. But this is where they wanted him. Once it became apparent he was never coming east and he was not going to play for the Yankees, the Mets, or the Red Sox, maybe he'd go to the Cubs. The baseball wanted him in the Dodger uniform, and they got him in the Dodger uniform. I have more book fair text I want to get to on the text line, 704-570-9610. John from Mount Holly, the science experiment books were his flavor of choice. Russell in Vermont, oh, absolutely. Dungeons and Dragons, choose your own adventure books. 704, are we too young for Underoos kids? Underoos kids? Ooh. I think the answer to that is yes. And Joe Ovius, by the way, you know, texted me and said, y'all are talking about books my kids grew up with, and now I'm doing the math on how old y'all really are. Yeah, that happens to people that don't know. Wes is the guy that brings the average age up, and when he's out, it's going to be a lot of millennial conversation with now us. Now, you're what, 31? Just turned 31. I'm 27. Look at us, man. Just a couple of crazy kids in the Queen City. Going to book fairs. Going to book fairs. By the way, somebody else wrote in that apparently the book fair is going on right now. Before I guess they go off for Christmas break. So is Time there is a middle? Is there an elementary school that we can show up and there be no questions asked? <laughs> that sounds very creepy, but I'm kind of with you. I would like to go see <laughs> what the book fair has these days. Last one, JJ said the eyewitness books went so hard, Walker. Yeah, the eyewitness books. I said that I think earlier, but he's put the cover of it, and I remember those covers very well. We got the visit to the mound with Fitty.